I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to U.S. Congressman Texas District 28 Henry Cuellar, funds could be allocated to improve broadband internet access in the Rio Grande Valley. Congressman Cuellar recently held a webinar on Zoom and Facebook Live. All right. I hope uh, everybody can uh, hear me, and thank you for joining me. I know we, uh, we're zooming in with uh, media from the district. Uh, I think uh, we're also uh, Facebook Live also. Um, I will say a few things uh, about where we are right now. We still haven't taken a vote yet, uh, but uh, we're hoping that we can do this as soon as we can. Uh, and we're ready to get started um, with uh, a vote uh, later on uh, today. Uh, so I will keep you uh, posted. There's still no vote. Uh, there will be a vote uh, later on today. We just haven't told us. They just actually sent out an email that um, the text uh, is available. Uh, so that gives us a very short time to review it. I'm very familiar with most of it, but there's some new items that have been added that we need to review. Uh, but let me just give you a quick uh, summary. Uh, today will be a vote uh, that will cover a... a um, the stimulus uh, deal, uh, it will be around $900 billion. That's um, uh, about the uh, same size that we did under President um, uh, Obama, where we did the, the stimulus under George Bush and uh, George Bush and Obama back in 2008, 2009. Uh, it's about the same amount uh, there. Uh, this is the second largest after, um, after we finish uh, you know, the CARES Act uh, monies. So let me just go ahead and just uh, give you a quick review. There's actually two different bills uh, that will be uh, covered briefly. Uh, one, of us, uh, one of them is the ominous appropriation bill, which will be about $1.4 billion in there. It's, it covers all 12 appropriation bills that has money for transportation, healthcare, uh, military, and um, uh, everything dealing with the, with the funding of the federal government. And then there's a separate bill, the Kobe relief bill uh, for $900 billion. So $1.4 trillion and then the $900 billion that we'll be looking at. Uh, interesting enough, uh, it looks like uh, these bills will be under a uh, bill that I filed uh, a bill that I have on U.S.-Mexico uh, Economic uh, Partnership. It's a bill that I passed the House, passed the Senate, came over for, uh, for an approval on an amendment that the Senate added. And my particular bill, the U.S.-Mexico uh, Economic Partnership Bill, is actually the bill, the vehicle that carries, that's going to be carrying everything that we're talking about. So this bill is of particular interest, not only because we're trying to improve uh, the economic situation between the U.S. and Mexico, but basically it has the funding that we're talking about today. Uh, I have sent over to you a summary. Everybody, uh, The media should have this available. We also have it on the website, and we're going to uh, provide that to different folks uh, that are interested and uh, in, in getting this information. Uh, so you all should have a summary of the relief bill, not of the appropriations, uh, but the uh, relief bill, and I would like to 
go over some of it right now, just in quick form, uh, let you digest the information I sent you over. And of course, you know, it's subject to any last minute changes uh, that we might see up here in, in, in Washington. Uh, first of all, the relief bill uh, will have about $325 billion uh, toward relief of small businesses. Uh, that includes the Paycheck Protection Program, the PPP, uh, and an, an additional $15 billion uh, for live venues also, plus another $20 billion for what we call the EID, the idle grants for businesses uh, in low-income uh, low uh, communities. And those are basically... Uh, loans uh, that will be turned into grants and they don't have to pay that back. Uh, this small business is, is important because we know that we've seen shutdowns and a lot of small businesses are hurting. So this was very, very important that we got uh, done to give them a second round of assistance. The second thing, of course, is the health care. It provides $69 billion for various health care related needs, uh, including COVID-19 testing infrastructure, uh, roughly uh, uh, $20 billion to get more vaccines and, and, and medicines also, uh, and uh, other monies, uh, billions of dollars for, there's about $9 billion for healthcare providers to make sure our hospitals and the clinics uh, get the assistance. There's also an additional $4.5 billion for mental health services because of the situation we've been in. Uh, we're putting additional money for uh, mental health services also, uh, and of course, $250 million for broadband services for telehealth also. Small business health care, transit also, there's monies also for uh, uh, not only airlines also, but for airports uh, and for um, other uh, buses also, and of course, for transit, uh, which includes uh, light rail and buses also. I know that I've heard from the folks in Laredo, San Antonio, McAllen, other folks on transit also. Uh, the other category is broadband. We are adding about $7 billion uh, for broadband connectivity. I think what we've seen under this where our kids are at home and students are online is that we're finding that there are certain areas that don't have uh, broadband. Or, and what we want to do is make sure that we keep building the infrastructure for broadband, especially especially in the rural areas. Uh, and also, uh, we are adding uh, monies there to make sure that we also replace uh, UA, uh, you know, the Chinese equipment, uh, because we don't want the Chinese to be involved in broadband in the United States. So we're adding a, an additional $2 billion for the small telecommunications so they can replace any Chinese um, companies that are dealing with us. Uh, there's also monies for child care and nutrition, $10 billion for child care and development uh, block grants, uh, including monies for Head Start providers. And this is so important, especially for SNAP, food banks, and people that are receiving uh, food assistance. Uh, I, think, uh, I think all of us have seen the long lines uh, for food banks and the uh, boxes that have been provided. So we're adding uh, this uh, $10 billion to make sure uh, that we provide food for the people that need uh, food at this time. Uh, we're also adding uh, unemployment, an extra $300 uh, 
for unemployment assistance. As you know, this is there's still people that are not working. So uh, again, I know we had 600, but as we negotiate with our Senate counterparts uh, in the Senate, Republicans, we uh, brought it down uh, to that uh, amount. Uh, we also have assistance uh, monies, um, uh, direct payments in the amount of $600 for individuals. Uh, we had $1,200 in the House version, but as we negotiated with the Senate, we reduced it. Uh, it got negotiated down from $1,200 to $600. So there will be a check sent for $600 for people that make less than $7,500 uh, and uh, couples uh, $1,200. Uh, that don't make more than $150,000 and a $600 payment for each dependent child also. I know that we also are uh, uh, addressing an issue that we saw along the border, and that is what we call mixed families. That is, you have a family uh, that might be married to somebody who doesn't have a social security. That would disqualify the whole, the whole family under CARES Act 1, what we're saying now is that we can help the family. Might not be able to help that individual that doesn't have the social security, but we don't think that the other Americans that live with that family should be disqualified. And that's an issue that um, I, I heard from uh, in, in Laredo and in the Valley and other places. Uh, so we're putting that assistance. We're also adding $82 billion for education uh, $54 billion for K through 12, uh, $23 billion for higher education, uh, and then uh, also an additional $4 billion uh, for governor's emergency education relief. And I hope that our governor doesn't hold on to this money and provides the money to our universities uh, and schools as we need it. Uh, housing also, we're adding $25 billion for emergency rental assistance. Uh, so if somebody needs to pay the rent, uh, that money will be sent to the landlord. Uh, and, uh, and also a uh, federal moratorium on eviction will go on to January 31st of 2021, an additional month or so. Uh, so we don't evict anybody during the holidays. And hopefully at that time, uh, uh, the president-elect, uh, uh, Mr. Biden, uh, will be able to address uh, this issue working with us. Uh, community lending, uh, there's $12 billion for community development, financial institutions. I know uh, areas in the Valley, in the San Antonio, in Laredo, and in Stark County, there are banks uh, that are, will be eligible. They're minority uh, own banks that will be assisted, and I will be asking them if they will apply for this and if they're going to be helping uh, those communities that uh, that they provide service. The other thing is we will uh, be providing uh, assistance, $10 billion, to the UPS, uh, to the UPS service. As you know, that was a big issue uh, um, just, you know, right before the election. As you know, it kind of went away. I wonder why it went away, uh, but uh, we're adding $10 billion to the UPS uh, service, uh, to the U.S. Postal Service. Um, a lot of cities and counties, as you know, under the CARES Act, they had to use that money by December 31st. Otherwise, they would have to send it back. 
We extended that for an additional year to December 31st of 2021. So if there are any cities or entities that have still not used the money, they have an additional year from CARES Act 1 to use that money instead of uh, sending the money back to Washington, uh, D.C. Also, I know for our people that have ports of entry, um, some years ago I added language to allow public-private partnerships and uh, under the appropriations, I was also able to hand uh, extend this for one year t- uh, to um, December of 2021 uh, to make sure that those public-private partnerships uh, are worked on. And I certainly want to thank Senator Cornyn uh, on the Senate side, but I, in particular, I want to thank the Appropriations Committee for, uh, for uh, allowing me to, you know, for them to put in my request uh, also there. Uh, Finally, um, the other thing that I want to talk about also uh, is what we've been talking about right now uh, is the uh, relief bill. The other amount, the 1.4 appropriation bills, there are so many things that I think we're going to spend so much time uh, in the next few months talking about it. There is one part uh, there that I don't like. Uh, the, um, the Senate Republicans insisted, and I, and I say specifically the Senate Republicans on behalf of uh, the president insisted on the $1.375 billion for the wall funding. Uh, I don't like that uh, in there, but as you know, this was negotiated by the four levels, uh, the four quarters. Uh, but that is something that under President, um, uh, under president Biden, uh, we will turn around and uh, talk about how we can reprogram and cancel those contracts and turn around and uh, use that money for roads, technology and equipment and other ways. Uh, and you're going to start hearing the, the president-elect talk a little bit more about that particular situation. Uh, there's a letter, that, as you know, that we sent off that uh, puts a, a guidelines as to how the uh, Biden administration will follow up on this. And I have very specific information on border funding that uh, today will not will be not the appropriate time. Uh, but I like to um, invite anybody who's interested on this. Uh, you know, sometime soon uh, we can talk about specifically on contracts, how much money has been obligated, where we are with that funding uh, on each contract. Uh, we were able to get a lot of information on that. Uh, and we will talk about that at another time. So this $1.375 billion, I don't like. It was negotiated by the four top people at the request of the White House and the Senate Republicans. But I feel confident that the uh, president uh, will be able to, uh, President Biden will be able to reprogram that for technology, for equipment, for roads to provide uh, border security without the 14th century solution wall. Uh, Again, uh, we will get more information, uh, but if you haven't gotten a summary of what I have, I would ask you to, um, uh, my office should have sent that to you and we'll be happy to provide this. There's so much information that we will be talking over the next few months. If you would allow me to say that, uh, we'll talk about that. So at this time, uh, I will start taking questions and again, I'm looking, uh, we still, they still haven't called us for a vote. Uh, there will be a vote 
later on today, uh, and, um, and and we'll talk about uh, about that both. Um, I'm hoping to get back sometime tomorrow back to Texas, but as of now, there's no vote. But what I gave you is pretty much a, a pretty good summary of what's uh, in there. So be happy to start taking some of the questions uh, right now. So I think Charlotte will ask uh, the questions. So uh, Julia Wallace from Burrito Morning Times, she asked, um, Hi, Congressman, why is border wall funding included in the re relief bill rather than an appropriations bill? And could this funding end up coming back to Laredo if the construction contracts are in fact canceled? Thank no. You. Yeah, thank you, Julia. Uh, Julia Wallace from the Laredo Morning Times. No, this is, I mentioned that it's on the appropriations. I covered... I spent most of my time on the uh, on the relief bill. That money is uh, for the 1.375, uh, and I think you and I were talking, and I think I mentioned that they probably would be doing this, and I was correct on this uh, I, to the right penny. Uh, this is actually on the omnibus appropriation bill. Uh, they added it uh, because, again, the Republican senators. I emphasize the Republican senators at the request of the president, uh, requested this. Uh, so uh, this was what uh, got added. Uh, again, I feel that under President uh, Biden, uh, we will be able to reprogram the monies uh, to another direction. Uh, I will be having a different press conference uh, where I will go into very specific uh, amounts um, as to what's been obligated under every contract, what's been done, I got, I was able to get some very detailed information. Uh, so if I, depending when I get back to Laredo, I will have a very specific uh, situation on all of the border wall funding uh, and where every contract is and how much money they've obligated as of, I believe, December 16th. In the Laredo area, for example, the amount that's been obligated is just a small, 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 small amount. Uh, so when a, when we have a contract, as an example, that will be terminated for convenience, uh, there has not really been much service or equipment that has been, or supplies that have been bought uh, for that. Uh, and it's fascinating the numbers that I have for every area. There's contracts uh, where they've gone almost double the amount on the expenses and other places like Arizona and New Mexico and other places, but that will be a different time. This was added in the Omnis Appropriation Bill, not the relief package. Uh, so uh, Mike Ward from WII, he would like to ask you a question. Mike Ward, how are you? I'm doing well, sir. Hopefully you can get back to Texas uh, where it's much more safer for you uh, <laughs> by, the, by this weekend. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about the, the stimulus uh, paychecks, the, specifically the $600 amount to this. Uh, on social media, the, the $600 amount is being mocked by people saying it's too little. It was 1200 last time. It's only 600 They say that's not enough. That's, that won't cover my rent. That's too little, too late. Uh, what do you say to those people? Well, you know, six hundred is six hundred dollars. Uh, the House version, and I emphasize this, the House version had twelve hundred votes, uh, twelve hundred dollars. The Senate had zero, and therefore, as you know, anytime there's negotiations, this is what got negotiated because the Senate Republicans, most of them, some of them did want twelve hundred, 
but the Senate Republicans did not want to add uh, that monies. Um, they also didn't want to add any monies for cities, counties, and states, and therefore there's no monies for cities, counties, and states, uh, even though the House version had billions of dollars for cities, counties, and states, the House version, we had 1,200 votes. So if you want to talk to the uh, social folks that you've read on social media, tell them to contact their senators because the House version that we passed in May, uh, May 15th of this year had 1,200 votes. And I think they should hold accountable any senator that did not want to vote for $1,200. But if you're, if I could ask your opinion, is six hundred dollars enough? Well, I would have preferred to have the House version at twelve hundred dollars. That's that's my preference. It's what I voted on twelve hundred dollars. What we voted on May fifteenth of twenty twenty. But the Senate Republicans only. Uh, that's what they reached on. They did not want to go. For $1,200, I know that Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, uh, was keeping us informed. She said they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. And they finally agreed to $600. Uh, so, again, I prefer to have $1,200. Uh, and they should talk to the Senate Republicans, not all of them, but the Senate Republicans negotiators that uh, negotiated this from $1,200 to $600. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. So James um, from Univision, he would like to know, um, will people with social security pensions and no earned income get this $600 stimulus too? My understanding is uh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry, James from uh, Univision, right? Uh, Is asking if people uh, who don't have an income can be able to get this under the version that we have right now. Uh, we will double check, uh, but uh, under my understanding right now, everything is subject to change, so we have everything final, uh, but Travis will get us that information, but that is, um, uh, yes, the answer is yes. Uh, even people that don't have income will be able to get a $600 uh, stimulus check. If they're under, if they're under, under $7,500, so if they're not making an income, they'll be able to do that. Or if it's a married family, a husband and wife, less than $150,000. So it's $75,000 below, uh, get a stimulus check. If you're married, uh, $150,000. And then if you have kids, you can get kids uh, $600 per dependent. Um, Reina, she would like um, from uh, Fonteras Estrella in um, Rio Grande Valley. Yeah, can they ask the questions directly? Yes. Yeah. Can you all ask the question directly? Uh, I know Reina, and, and we're double checking on that one. Where if somebody who doesn't have who gets Social Security and or has no income, can they get a stimulus check? Uh, my answer is yes, uh, but we're going to double check on that just to make sure make sure there's no changes here. So uh, Reina uh, or anybody else, if you want to ask me the question directly or. Uh, Julia, if you want to ask me, I know you already asked the question, but sorry. Uh, instead of uh, listening, if you want to go directly, just ask me a question directly. Give me your name and who you're with. Mr. Coyer, este es Javier Amieva, el financiero, el líder internacional 
también en, en Laredo. Quería preguntarle eh, respecto a los fondos que quedaron del paquete de Relief que no distribuyó el Estado de Texas, cerca de dos billones. Eh, ¿Podrán las ciudades que lo requieran y las comunidades que lo requieran de Texas solicitarlo o ya ese dinero ya se perdió? No, es, dos cosas. Gracias, Javier. Es un placer estar con usted. Uh, uh, dos cosas. Primero, pusimos que el dinero, si no se iba a usar para el 31 de este mes, se iba a regresar. Lo cambiamos donde una ciudad, un condado, un estado se puede quedar con ese dinero un año más, hasta el diciembre de 21. Uh, es que este dinero se, se va a poder usar. Usted sabe que el estado de Texas tiene, en mi opinión, 6, 8, yo creo ya cerca de 10 billones de dólares federales que se están quedando y en mi opinión lo van a usar para la sesión que va a comenzar ahora en enero eh, en Washington. Es que ese dinero, eh, el Estado se lo va a mandar. Ese dinero se debía de usar este año, pero lo que está haciendo el gobernador y el Estado se están esperando para usar ese dinero el año que viene, especialmente que vamos a cambiar este, el uso donde no se va a regresar el dinero antes del 31 de este año. Se va a cambiar esta el deadline está diciembre del 21, uh, un año, y lo van a usar para la sesión porque ellos tienen uh, problemas con su presupuesto. Pero en la opinión mía, el dinero era para este año y no para el año, pero es, es lo que está haciendo el, el, uh, el, el estado de Texas. Muchas gracias, señor. Gracias. Saludos a la familia. Sí, me escucha, congresista. Habla Jaime Pelufo de Univisión. Sí, Jaime, ¿cómo estamos? Bien, gracias. Eh, mire, una pregunta. Primero, eh, ¿le parece suficiente 600 dólares? Y segundo, ¿cuáles son las noticias para las familias mixtas? ¿De qué manera las familias mixtas esta vez sí van a recibir un estímulo? ¿Y qué va a pasar con el dinero del estímulo primero? Tengo entendido que también van a recibir eso. Si puede abarcar todo eso. Sí, bueno, este, primero, este, del, de los 600 dólares, los diputados, los demócratas, hablando muy francamente, nosotros teníamos 1,200 dólares. Fue una propuesta que se lo mandamos al Senado en mayo 15 de este año. El Senado dijo que no y ellos, este, este, lo bajaron a 600 dólares. 600 dólares es algo que va a ayudar a las familias, pero para mí era mejor los 1,200 dólares. Y como lo dije a Mike Ward ahorita, si alguien uh, tiene, you know, tiene preguntas, lo deben, se deben de comunicar con los senadores republicanos que estaban contra los 1,200 dólares. Nosotros queríamos 1,200 dólares. Pelosi peleó uh, por los 1,200 dólares, pero los republicanos dijeron que no y tenemos 600 dólares. Uh, también uh, el CARES Act, uh, el dinero de CARES Act se iba um, a regresar al fin de este año del estado, de las ciudades, de los condados, pero lo vamos a extender el tiempo un año más donde pueden usar el, el dinero el año que viene. Por ejemplo, el estado de Texas tiene más de 8 billones de dólares de CARES Act que se, están, se van a quedar con él para usarlo para la sesión que viene ahora en enero. 
la intención del Congreso era para este año, pero el estado de Texas lo va a usar para el año que viene. Se va a ir al, a, al público, pero se va a ir un año después. Okay, I think you misunderstood my question. My question is about uh, mixed families. And... Well, yeah, well, I answered the first part. Let me ask, uh, answer your second part. Uh, la, la otra pregunta era si las familias de uh, abajo de CARES Act, si había una familia que una persona no tenía el social security, no era residente de aquí, no puede, la familia no puede recibir ese dinero. Este, nosotros, eso es algo que yo oí del público, yo y otros congresistas del Hispanic Caucus pedimos que se cambiaba donde si hay un mixed family, alguien que tiene, no tiene el seguro, no está legal, no tiene los papeles aquí, ahora ya pueden recibir ese dinero. Esa persona no va a poder recibir el dinero, pero si la esposa o el esposo o los niños son americanos, ahora sí van a poder recibir dinero uh, uh, para esas familias, donde el CARES Act no se puede hacer, ahora sí se va a hacer el mixed family, como usted dijo, señor. Ok, y va a ser uh, retroactivo, no van a recibir el cheque nuevo y el anterior también. Bueno, eso es algo que, como dije ahorita, estamos esperando el, el, el final text. Y parece que ahorita cuando comencé el, um, uh, el, uh, la, 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 la prensa de conferencia, lo acaban de mandar y van a ser miles y miles de páginas, pero eso es algo que lo, lo vamos a, a, a revisar para ver qué es el detalle sobre si es retroactive también. Ok, ok. Thank you. Y, y, y una cosa, ese es un problema que yo tengo como congresista aquí, que nosotros hacemos mucho del trabajo todo el año. Al último cuatro personas hacen esas decisiones y nosotros no vemos los detalles de esas decisiones hasta ahorita, antes de un voto. Uh, por ejemplo, la cosa que pasó con el muro que van a poner 1.375 billones de dólares para un muro, yo tenía cero, cero de dólares para un muro, pero se hizo la negociación con los republicanos y pusieron 1.3 y eso es algo que, que oí, pero ese es el problema que tenemos, es que ese es el sistema que yo no estoy contento, que, que este, muchas veces no do, lo dan mucho suficiente tiempo para revisar. Yo tengo como el miembro del presupuesto, entiendo muchas de las cosas que ya tenemos y unos cambios, pero hay muchos miembros que no van a tener la oportunidad de, de revisar esto porque no son miembros del comité de asignación y ese es algo, el sistema que necesitamos que cambiar. Ese es otro tema, pero es lo que estamos viendo ahorita. And just to make sure I understand, so before you came on the press conference, uh, the language did include to do the stimulus retroactively. Right now, you're not sure. What, what I'm saying is we have not seen the text. They just sent an email when I was starting. I haven't been able to look at the text because it's uh, thousands of pages. What I do know is I don't know the question if it got any changes on the retroactive. What I do know is that they did include mixed 
families to your question as to mixed families. That I know for a fact. Okay, got it. Thank you. Henry, no más para precisar, Henry, nada más. Las familias, ¿cuándo recibirían los 600 dólares? El secretario Muchen dijo del momento que se firma uh, esto por el presidente, vamos a ver qué se hace hoy, el Senado y, y la Casa, se manda al, al presidente, el presidente lo firma, dice que en una semana se va a recibir, pero sabemos que en el pasado hay, hubo unos casos que se tardó semanas, pero lo van a tratar de mandar lo más pronto posible lo que dijo el secretario Mnuchin ahora uh, en la mañana. Perfecto. Señora, señorita. Ok, yo tengo una pregunta. Henry, sí, buenas no. tardes. Gusta saludarte. Eh, me parece muy bien que las familias hispanas con niños hispanos van a poder recibir este tipo de ayuda. Me pregunto, uh, Falta el proceso, como dices, que se vaya a la casa, que sea aprobada y luego que sea aprobada por el presidente. Pero en este sentido, ¿ustedes confían en que el presidente Trump pueda firmar, pueda firmar esto o sea, para, para convertirlo en ley? Por un lado y por otro lado, qué bueno que se tiene el apoyo, que van a tener el apoyo de 600 dólares. ¿Están también considerando la vacuna para estas personas? Sí, eh, pusimos billones de dólares para comprar más vacunas. Uh, este ya pusimos billones de dólares para el research y para este, hallar esas vacunas a las compañías, y, pero para, la, para comprar las vacunas para más de 325 millones de personas en los Estados Unidos, uh, eso es, pusimos más de billones de dólares para comprar y distribuir estas este, vacunas. Ok, ¿confían en que el presidente Trump pueda firmar esta legislación, esta, esta, esta que puede ser legislación? Uh, en la Casa Blanca estaba trabajando muy cerca con los republicanos, a los senadores republicanos, es que uh, si los senadores llegan a un arreglo, la Casa Blanca está de acuerdo. Ok, gracias, Henry. Gracias. Any other questions, preguntas? Uh, yes, Congressman, I have a question. I'm with Channel 5 News. Yes, ma'am. Your name? Hi. Yes, I'm with Thun. Um, my name is Thunvi, and I'm curious about the broadband internet. Um, as you know, in the Rio Grande Valley, a lot of people here don't have internet. Um, and so we're wondering, when can we start to see some of this coming to the valley, and um, who will get it? Yes, um, we added, uh, or we're going to allocate an additional $7 billion under the relief package uh, and more money under the appropriations package. Uh, we are working now uh, to push that in the Valley. And, and in fact, tomorrow I have a, uh, a phone call uh, with a company that's doing some of that broadband uh, in, in, uh, in the uh, area down there in the Valley. Uh, so we will have more, but the money is there. Uh, and hopefully, you know, we will get that because we're seeing under the pandemic uh, some deficiencies, uh, deficiencies in broadband, Wi-Fi, uh, computers, some families. Teachers have told me sometimes they have two, three kids at home, might have only one computer to be used. So we're trying to address that. Money's going to the schools. 
um, uh, so they can buy the, uh, the, uh, the equipment, the computers, Wi-Fi that's been used by school districts uh, so they can set up Wi-Fi hotspots. Uh, I know I've talked to some housing authorities, uh, for example, in the Valley, that they want to use some of that money also for Wi-Fi for those uh, residents in Section 8 housing. Uh, and, um, and, and of course, uh, just in, generally, in general, the, um, uh, the border area and the, um, and the rural areas have deficiencies in broadband, and that's why we're adding billions of dollars uh, to do this. And this will be, uh, if people ask me, what, are, what is one of my goals for this next year? Uh, broadband is gonna be one of them. And that's why I've set up this phone call for tomorrow about some of the projects uh, uh, along the rural areas. Also, um, when will we start to receive these stimulus checks exactly? Uh, Secretary Mnuchin said that as soon as the president signs this, and we're assuming that we're going to pass this bill today, we're assuming, uh, and uh, be signed by the president today, uh, he said that within a few days, a few weeks, the checks sh should be going out. Uh, we do know that there were some circumstances the last time, and it was the first time, so I think they got a little bit more experience now. Uh, there's uh, the Treasury uh, Secretary that they will move a little quicker this time. Thank you, Congressman. Thank you so much. Um, unas, unas palabras en español. Uh, este, lo que dije al comienzo. Uh, esperamos votar este, hoy uh, el Senado y la Casa, uh, y la casa de Diputados donde vamos a poner 323 billones de dólares uh, para los negocios pequeños, la PPP. Uh, vamos a poner 69 billones de dólares para la salud, vacunas, hospitales, clínicas, uh, medicina para, la, para el COVID-19. Uh, vamos a poner dinero, uh, 45 billones de dólares en uh, um, uh, transit, uh, los uh, autobuses. Uh, vamos a poner en broadband el, el, este, más de 7 billones de dólares para ayudar este, a familias y negocios. Uh, uh, comida, uh, los bancos de comida, los uh, Meals on Wheels, uh, SNAP. Vamos a poner más de 10 billones de dólares para comidas. Uh, personas que no están trabajando van a recibir 300 dólares extra uh, a, a la semana. Vamos a poner más de 600 dólares el stimulus check que se va a mandar. Nosotros, eso es importante, nosotros los demócratas diputados pedimos 1,200 dólares, pero la Casa Blanca y los republicanos, los senadores, dijeron que no e hicimos un arreglo a 600 dólares. No es lo que yo quería ver, que era 1,200 dólares, pero esa es la política, muy francamente, de, de, del otro partido. Uh, esos son 600 dólares para las personas que hacen menos de 75 mil dólares uh, al año o si están casados, no más de 1,500 dólares por familia. Y, este, uh, y si tienen niños, pueden recibir 600 dólares por cada uh, niño. Educación van a ser más de 82 billones de dólares para las escuelas públicas y para los colegios también. Uh, housing, este, para las personas que necesitan dinero, 
donde este, no están trabajando, se va a mandar ese dinero de emergencia, este, donde se pueden quedar en, uh, en, en, en la casa. Uh, y también este, uh, van a haber 10 billones de dólares para ayudar este, a la U.S. Postal Service. Uh, eso es algo muy importante porque, se, como digo, se oía mucho antes de la elección, pero es muy curioso que ahora los colegas republicanos ya no están hablando del U.S. Postal Service ya después de la elección, pero sí se va a mandar 10 billones de dólares para ayudar al U.S. Postal Service. Esperamos el voto hoy uh, y esperamos que los cheques van a salir, como dijo el secretario Mutchen, en unos días uh, después de la firma del presidente. Ese es un recap de, de esto. Si necesitan esto, están en, en detalles Uh, con mucha información que ya se lo mandamos uh, a ustedes. Uh, y ese es nomás el Relief Bill. Todo está el 1.4. Esos son 900 billones de dólares del Relief Bill. Hay 1.4 trillones de dólares del uh, el presupuesto. Este es totalmente separado. Este, que se, este, también vamos a tener un voto hoy. Un, una de las cosas que no me gustó es que yo tenía en, en, en la, la propuesta de la Casa de Diputado cero dólares para un muro, cero dólares para un muro, pero los republicanos, senadores y la Casa Blanca uh, querían este dinero para el muro. Se hizo una negociación a uh, los cuatro jefes uh, y se puso 1.375 uh, billones de dólares. En mi opinión, ese dinero se va a usar para equipo, uh, para personas, para este, otras maneras abajo del presidente Biden. Uh, pero ese es algo que está aquí, uh, que yo no quería ver, pero ese es algo que los republicanos senadores querían de parte del, el, del presidente Trump. Pero espero ahora hablar con una persona que va a ser en la Casa Blanca y lo dije de esto. Y digo que eso es algo que vamos a trabajar con el, el presidente Biden para mover ese dinero. Voy a tener otra uh, prensa de conferencia con muchos detalles este, en cada contrato, qué dinero se ha gastado, qué es el porcentaje. Este, y esto lo vamos a hacer, en, esperamos en un día. Ya tengo la información, pero ese es otro tema totalmente uh, diferente que vamos a tomar el tiempo porque... Uh, es muy interesante lo que se ha gastado en cada área. Por ejemplo, en Laredo, el dinero que se ha gastado es casi nada. Hay otras partes en Arizona que se ha gastado el doble de un contrato. Uh, pero ese es un tema que después vamos a hablar sobre esto. Se lo voy a mandar toda la información a ustedes a, a otro tiempo. Gracias, Henry. All right. Uh, preguntas, questions, anybody else? Cuídense right. mucho, gracias. Well, thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidades a todos de ustedes. And uh, I might be talking to some of y'all. If I finish today, I'm hoping to be back in Texas. So I'll talk to you. We're supposed to start back the session on January the 3rd. It's a Sunday. So that's when the new session we're supposed to finish today start the uh, 3rd of January. Uh, I think it's January the 6th where we're supposed to look at the Electoral College uh, in the House. So hopefully there's no drama there on behalf of 
Some people that still think that President Trump uh, should be the president. Uh, we're hoping not to see any martial law. <laughs> Somebody had floated out there. I mean, it's just an incredible. All I want is that for all of us to have under the circumstances, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and less drama next year. So thank you. And we'll talk to you all very soon. God bless you. This new relief bill is expected to provide loans for small business, help for distribution of PPE, and assistance for virus testing. The new relief bill will provide for a $600 direct stimulus check.